everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by part-time guest host, full-time father, and awesome pastor, Steve Lambert. Steve, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. Good to good to be here and see you and hear you and all this, all, all yeah, all that. All stuff. the things. All of it. Yeah, I'm good. It's, it's good. It's been a while, but uh, you are you are a sight for sore eyes. There has been a uh, a Steve a Steve-sized hole in my heart that is now filled. Uh, I've missed you. Well, that's a big hole. It is. It is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, just, just gonna move on. <laughs> All the jokes. Uh, so, today, Steve, we are doing an episode that we talked about doing over two years ago. Uh, <laughs> Do we not do it? <laughs> Pardon? Do we not do it back then? Uh, no, because we. So we did. Uh, I did on the website a, a mm. rankings of the then 18 films in the MCU, uh, and then you also did yours, and I think you commented them on the uh, on the website. Oh, yeah, that's page. true. I just troll you uh, on the comments. <laughs> but then um, we, we talked about it. We were like, we should, we should do a rankings thing, and you had said at that time, like, well, we've got a couple more. Why, why don't we do it at Endgame just to just to see how things shake up. Or I think at that time we weren't sure Endgame was going to be called Endgame. So we said, we'll do it uh, after the next, the, the two-part Avengers flick. Sure. And then life happened. Uh, <laughs> so many things happened. It sure uh, did. And there's been, there, there was another Spider-Man movie in there. So today we are, we are going to rank the 23... Uh, there was going to be 24, but uh, the world got coroned. Uh, <laughs> Black Widow. <laughs> She's still coming, Steve. She's still coming. Um, yeah. So the world got coroned. So now we are still at 23. Um, we are going to rank the MCU, but in a slightly different way. We're going to look at it as the... Uh, well, the joke is the good, the bad, and the ugly, but that's also not entirely fair. Yeah, we don't really think there's really a whole and ugly. Like, we, we no, generally we enjoy don't. almost all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, we are going to try to rank these, uh, but in, in, in tiers. But I, I will say this. Uh, so, dear listener, keep in mind that uh, I, th- I think Steve agrees with me here. These are mostly, these are based on enjoyment. These are based on uh how much we like we enjoy them some of these movies and i'll say for myself i know that i've got ones that are much better made uh lower or higher uh on the list than uh than they probably than you'd think they should be um but since it's based on how much i enjoy it and all that then there's going to be others that you're like why is that above that movie that movie was like an Oscar winner directed it and all of this, like just that kind of thing. So before you go to, uh, to come at me, please, please keep that in mind. <laughs> um, so Steve, do you want to yep. take it away? Are we going bottom? Or, like, are we going ugly first or good first or how we want to do this? Uh, let's do, let's do ugly just cause that way we're, we're building towards the happy instead of building towards the, the sure. frustrating. <laughs> Um, I think I've said before on the podcast that my enjoyment of these movies is sort of hampered mostly by bloat, 
um, when instead of telling a good story, they're trying to set up the next thing. So there's a lot of stuff in um, the middle of phase one and phase two that kind of I didn't enjoy for that reason. Um, the other other problem is, uh, well, I think for a completely different reason, I think the one movie that I just cringe every time I try to watch it is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So that's that's probably my least favorite Um Although it's it's more enjoyable, I think, than like an Iron Man two, which is also in this this place for me. Um, it's just there's so many parts in it that are so hard to watch uh, because they thought they were being funny, and it's just Drax laughing stupidly over a penis joke again. Like uh, there there are parts of that movie that I do like, right? Like I think the ending of it, you know, the family stuff, you know, it's all about yeah. family, as Vin Diesel likes to say. <laughs> um, uh, I remember everything about my father. I'm sure and, he mumbled. Uh, I do everything for my family, but it came yeah. out as I am Groot. So yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, and the quote is, "I remember everything about my father." Um, oh man. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I don't know. Is Guardians two down there for you? Uh, so yeah, it, it it's low. Um. Just because before we decided to do it in tears, I did it numberly, um, and it's numberly. it's in my bottom. It's in my bottom five, so it's still in that tier. Um, for reasons, Drax would be laughing. Drax would be laughing very loudly right now. If this was in that movie. It's you true, just said it was true. in your bottom. <laughs> but that's the kind of humor that's all the way through that movie. And yet, that movie does have a lot of moments of good heart. Uh, sure. Sucker sure. Some dad stuff. Um, yeah. And okay. it, it, that had that in spades. Um, yeah. And it also, it it did Hugo the Living Planet in a very interesting way. Like that's a <laughs> Wait, what? Do. What did he just say? Hugo. The, the, e- ego. Ego. Dang it. I'm so bad at names. <laughs> Hugo the Living Planet? What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm terrible at names. Uh, yeah, I always Mike forget. Mike even mentioned this to me last night over a text message. He was like, Chris, one of your amazing things is how bad you are at names. In high school, there was a person named Estella that you kept calling Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor person. <laughs> she she must have been very polite because she never corrected me. I Yeah. Anyways, um, Ego the Living Planet they pulled it off and it was a it was a cool performance by by Kurt Russell. It's, sure. I that part I enjoyed but yeah, the yeah, the, my nipples and all that stuff. It's yeah, like, yeah. wow, this is a weird movie. It's hard to hit that tone. Yeah. Um, I like the music. I like Yeah. I mean, it did some cool things with like, you know, the they combined a whole lot of things with the Beyonder and with uh, Ego Living Planet and the Celestials and and even some stuff from the uh, run on Guardians of the Galaxy in the comics with the, the cancer verse where like life just takes over and grows and everything's dying because of it or whatever. Which if you know no idea what I'm talking about, that's fine. None that's just whatsoever. part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I mean there are things I liked about it, but I just like in terms of just enjoyment, I like I, I Yeah. No, I if I, I could I, cut I, all that stuff out, I would I think I'd enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. I I own it, but it's not one I really go back to. Oh, I own all of them. Yeah, on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's two I don't own, um, and they're both at the lower level of this. Sure. Thing. Um, for reasons I don't need to explain, and I'm not going to subject you to because yeah. you've known me for years and you've heard it, and I I apologize. <laughs> is uh is Iron Man three for me? That's the the worst of the worst. Yeah. Um, Around there for me as well, although there are parts I enjoy about it a bit, is uh, is Iron Man 2. Yeah. Um, Downey Jr.'s performance is solid, but the, th- the problem I have with some of the phases and going back to the earlier movies is just how good the characters got later. Yeah, um, that's like true. Like Tony especially, they got him in such a great strike zone from Civil War onward. Um even even starting, I'd say in Age of Ultron, uh, he became a much more interesting character for me. Yeah. So going back to Iron Man One, it's still outstanding. But I'm just like I I so prefer Tony down the line than sure. this era of Tony. Yeah. Um, but I mean the points for it go towards War Machine. Uh, I really dig War Machine. Um, the just the brazen way they had Don Cheadle being like, yeah, it's me. Let it, like get over it kind yeah. of thing. I was like, that's, that's a fun way to handle it. Um, uh, Sam Rockwell dancing around as Justin Hammer is, is quite fun. Uh, yeah. the re- the, but the movie is, has so many flaws that it's low down for me. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's that idea of the bloat of trying to set up something yeah. coming later rather than just telling a story, right. Where he's trying to discover, Whatever he's, he's trying bad- to save himself from death, and then it's like, oh hey, I made a new element. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. So nah, I mean, just let that breathe, son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and setting up Captain America kind of stuff, and it just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. I mean, um, yeah, the only the only three that are like really low. I mean, I have more in my bottom tier, like the bottom third, but the three that I think are are the worst are Guardians 2, Thor, and Iron Man 2. Um, the first Thor, again, it has all that sort of same thing. S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up and they're trying to set up the next things and there's, you know, uh, Hawkeye for 30 seconds and all that kind of stuff. And <laughs> and they, they dyed Chris Hemsworth's eyebrows blonde and, I don't yeah. know, like he, he uh, Beauty, and the, Beauty and the Beasts at the end, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and and I think an unpopular opinion is I actually like Thor: The Dark World more than Thor, because there's um, because it, there's more Chris Hem- or uh, Hiddleston Tom Hiddleston in it more more Loki and Thor relationship in it, which is like the only thing about Thor that I think is like compelling is that his brother's bad guy, right? So yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna agree with you on some of that. Now I'm just gonna share my my bottom tier, and sure. then I can get to the. So my bottom tier goes um, Iron Man three, Iron Man two. Uh, this this one is I from the bottom up. Controversial, yeah, from the the bottom up. Um, I know this one's going to be probably the most controversial in the tiering part, but Captain Marvel. Um, this is where I recognize it's it's better made than any of the movies on this bottom tier, but I don't like what they did with the scrolls. Um, they didn't let the story breathe at all. They didn't have her character actually really respond to anything going on. Um, 
it's just one where I'm like, there's not enough that I enjoy to go back to it. This is the other one that I don't own. Now, it might eventually, and it's not like I hate the movie, but it's just the... Nope, I I saw so much more room for this character and for this movie than they did. So I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful for the second one. I think they could. there's a really great movie with this character, um, but I just didn't find that there in the first one. Uh, Guardians 2, it, like the reason Guardians 2, Thor, First Avenger, and Thor 2 are above it for me is those have things... Oh, Captain America, I, First Avenger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, those all have things I enjoy more than uh from captain marvel uh captain marvel it's not like i hate it but it's just there's not a lot that i enjoy um, well i think i think part of the thing with captain marvel i i, I put it higher but yeah. a lot of the, a lot of these uh origin movies you get to know the characters more later on and you like them more but the little bit that she was in endgame i don't think really helped her at all right we have a we have one friend who's a female who says like she could have been replaced by one of the magic stones and you wouldn't have lost anything. Right. She, she had no personality. She had no character arc. She was just the one who comes in and, can, yeah. you know, blow up ships with her mind or not her mind, but like with her powers. And, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I, I liked it more than you, but I, I get what you're yeah. saying. Um, I do agree with you about, uh, I also enjoy, uh, I, like I said, I just listed them, listed them off, and I do enjoy yeah. Thor two on the whole more than Thor one. Um, but so to give Thor one credit where it's due, um, Tom Hiddleston carries that movie. That scene where uh, he's learning he's a frost giant is some of the best acting in any of the MCU movies. Like it's it's a phenomenal scene. His performance in that is so good. That that's where I was like, man, I don't, I got to think of the movie on the whole and not just these individual parts that I like, because uh, otherwise I would have bumped that up. Because that scene hits it, every time I watch it. That scene hits me, and it's just like the performance in it is so good. There's an earnestness, a hurt. Dude's acting his butt off, and it's it's phenomenal. But Thor two, I I definitely think is the better Thor movie. You get more of the Thor and Loki dynamic. Um, you also get Asgard, where you actually see Asgard. There's wide shots. It's not just a bunch of enclosed, dark shots. It's, now mm-hmm. let's see the city. Now let's see it with, like, daytime. And let's actually observe the beauty of this place. Um, weird, but fun Star Wars <laughs> uh, little yeah. battles influence aside. Um, I've really appreciated those parts. Yeah. But, and, and I feel like some of the movies that are down and lower on this list that I don't love as much, uh, Endgame uses them in a way that really elevates them. Yeah. Right? Like, so my, my starting from the bottom is the Guardians 2, Iron Man 2, Thor, uh, Age of Ultron, which again, I think is one of those ones that has a lot of bloat in it. And, and I think yeah. Ultron isn't very good. I didn't think James Spader's version of him or the way that he was directed or whatever was very good. Um, and yet, it really starts off an arc for Tony that's really important. Well, I guess I mean I, I guess you could say the Avengers and Iron Man or th- three starts that arc off, but really kind of sh- showing like the the first use of Endgame is from that movie, right? He's talking about the shield on the planet. Uh, so like it becomes better in retrospect, but still as a movie by itself, I I struggle with that one. Um, 
And then I, I would put Incredible Hulk above that, which I'm surprised you didn't have in that bottom. Uh, I guess you really so, like Ed Norton. But... I, I, I do like the Incredible... It, it's the bottom of the next tier, actually. Oh, okay, it fair just, enough, fair enough. It just edged in. Um, it's not the Ed Norton part. It's the... Uh, there's so many good scenes. Um, I love... I actually really loved the look of the Hulk, and the especially the Hulk abomination fight at the end, but also Thunderbolt Ross in that was really good. Um, seeing the Hulk's characters, they di- they did well. It's it does it sits out of sync from the rest of the MCU because of the the actor changeover, but yeah. there was enough there that whenever I throw it on, I'm still like, no, I really enjoy this. Well, the, the actor, the actor changeover, but also the redesign of who the character is and what the Hulk looks yeah. like and all that kind of stuff too, right? Yeah. So, uh, it, but above it, that, it, sorry, sorry, yeah, above that, I put Iron Man three, uh, still low, low uh, third tier, but I like it more than you do. And then the Dark World is a, like top of the third tier. So, okay, so that's me. your your third tier is eight, right? Uh, seven, two, four, seven. Yeah. Minus one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait, what? That can't be right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Seven. All right. Cool. And okay. then the other two should be eight each. And the other two should what? Be eight each. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I can't math. I can count. Uh, the bottom of the next tier, I've got the Incredible Hulk. Uh, and then again, listener, please do not hate me for this. It's just the enjoyment factor. Sure. Uh, Black Panther is uh, that one. Uh, then Ant-Man and the Wasp. Thor Ragnarok. Ant-Man. Uh, okay, so that's five. Yeah. <laughs> uh Actually, yeah, no, I'm, uh, man, I'm questioning why. I'll get to it. I could, you know what? Thor Ragnarok. I'll switch Ragnarok, but I'll do it after. Okay, so um, then Ant-Man, okay. Doctor Strange, and Age of Ultron. So, you know what? I'd swap uh, Ragnarok where I have it with the the bottom of this one. Um, oh, Just wait, go no, through it, go through it. It's not done. Uh, then Spider-Man Homecoming and Iron Man. Yes. I'm just going to rejig them. Yeah, no. I, oh man. Second guest Ragnarok. And I should, I, and okay. I caught it. Those earlier, are all in your mid tier. So. Okay. Um, Uh, well, I'll I'll just tell you what mine is. Um, I, this is the one that I find the hardest to um, rank in. Like all these middle ones, this is sort of why I wanted to do it by tier. All these middle ones are kind of like okay. they could, they're kind of interchangeable for me. Any one of them could be in any place really, except for I think the the top of it. Um, so I, I just in sort of not super firm order, I'll go from the bottom. But I have okay. Doctor Strange. Uh, the first Avenger, uh, Guardians One, Ant Man, Ant Man and the Wasp, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and then the Avengers is the top of this one. First Avengers. Yeah. So, um, I think, and the only one that's really firm in there is the first Avengers. Um, 
it was so good when it came out, um, and it's such a cool like they they did it. They brought these people together after five movies. But you go back and watch it now, and Captain like there's a bunch of things like Captain America's costume is like weird, and there's all these strange shots of like in rearview mirrors of cars and stuff like that that really kind of take you out of the the movie. Yeah, um, (laughs) and. Yeah, it's still a good movie. Uh, well, uh, top of the middle, Avengers, I would like, but Avengers, just not as like, good as some of the other ones. That was the one where I'm like, I um, gotta, I gotta keep that. So, I gotta keep that in there because of what it did. But since I'm really doubling down on like this is based on, I'm convincing Avengers, you. I'm swapping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so Black Panther, uh, I think the the needs some justification. Um, I thought it's a really cool movie, really exciting looking and really bright. And I think, um, what's his name, Killmonger was an awesome villain. Um, really, one of the one of the only villains in the MCU that's interesting and has like yeah. cool motivations. Uh, my major problem with it is you know how it's going to how they're going to beat him like right at the beginning as soon as they look at the window and see the train with the vibranium stuff that you're like oh that's how they're going to beat him like so just that kind of yeah the i guess they call it the chekhov's gun in literature right the if if uh, you know somebody puts a gun in a drawer in the first act of a play you know that someone's going to get shot by the third act of the play right like right they didn't do a good job of hiding that at all. So that really, like, that kind of stuff really is like, oh, well, surprise me, right? Like, Iron Man uses, yeah. Iron Man 1 uses the defrosting thing to beat Iron Monger, right? Where it's got, it's got a, a reason to be in this first act, and it, and then it gets used again in the third act in a way that you didn't see coming. Um, so yeah, that, that's the, that's the only reason that Black Panther I don't, didn't get hired, because I think it's, it's got a lot of good stuff in that movie, uh, that I did really enjoy. Um, yeah. It it does. I like. I absolutely agree with you. And I, I. For me, what lowered it down is. It's uh. It really is two different movies in one, um, and you were able to figure out what was going to happen in the Killmonger portion of the movie, uh, during the. Uh, the uh, I just I can't remember the character's name, but um, the Andy Circus Claw. portion of the movie, and uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. No, because last time we talked about it, you were like, "That's real." I, I had said, "I'm like that was a great comic book villain." You you were like, "He's not like he is in the comics." So I'm like, "You're right," but I mean, he is. That is such a comic booky villain, like yeah, yeah. performance and everything. Um, I did not like that they killed Claw. I really did not like that they did that. Um. It, it kind of made sense in the story, but I'm like, you're Marvel has a problem with some of their, their secondary or less known villains in killing them. Uh, it happened with, um, Oh man, what's his, uh, I'm blanking on names. I'm, I'm terrible. Nutella. The, um, the dude in, in <laughs> Nutella, my homie. Um, no, the, uh, the dude from uh, Winter Soldier and then showed up in um, Civil War. 
and in the comics, he he was partially oh crossbones. Cap. Yeah, uh, taking those kind of characters where you're like, this is a character that you could have conceivably show up in almost anybody's movie as someone who is a supporting role, like to widen out the universe, or even a character that could show up in your shows. Um, so that like they threw him away, they threw. Uh, the cl- like they threw not the, the claw um they threw claw away and that that really bugged me because andy circus was great in it um and then yeah they're not even foreshadowing they are foretelling how the movie's gonna end there was some really good stuff Baku. um but i was yeah it, yes <laughs> but i was like so hype for for black panther coming off of civil war um that in during the movie, I'm just kind of like, all right, it's it's all right. There's a home run here. There's an absolute home run here, and there's a lot of good moving pieces. It was just again, I didn't think for me, not everything. Yeah, played. I went, I went, um, and I've read the uh, I've read yeah. the Black Panther um, story with Killmonger, the original one, and uh, yeah. not only does Killmonger have a lot less. Uh, spikes and 80s permed haircut in this movie, which I appreciated. Uh, there's a lot of... They did do a lot of homage to it, like the whole fighting him and throwing him off the off the falls and kind of taking over and ruling um, Wakanda is, is straight out of that story. So, um, like, they did, they did some cool things with, you know, kind of adapting that classic original Killmonger story. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I have... Some of the same problems. I guess I don't mind as much that they killed Claw off. I, I understand for the reason of the story why they did that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna quickly reread. I feel firm and confident in this. So here is my mid tier. It's, it's done. You're not gonna allow me good. to edit it anymore. Um, Incredible Hulk, Black Panther, Ant Man and the Wasp, Age of Ultron, Ant Man, Doctor Strange, uh, The Avengers. Thor cool. Ragnarok. Good, good. There we go. Sorry. Yeah. So did you have Spider-Man Homecoming in there originally? No, it got bumped. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. We're going to have to have some words. <laughs> Bring it, Steve. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> uh, okay, so did you have more about the mid-tier you wanted to talk about? Um, do, you have, do you have both Ant-Mans in there? I do. Me too. Um, Originally, um, when we did this on the website two years ago, um, the first Ant-Man was the only Ant-Man out, and it had cracked my top ten. And that seemed to be a surprise for some people I talked to. I really enjoy the Ant-Man movies. Um, They're kind of, like, I, different and low stakes and funny. Like, they don't really matter. No, they're they're nice small palate cleansers. Um, Except that they do they matter a lot because the whole world would still be decimated <laughs> if it wasn't for the end of well, Ant Man Two. That was a sudden surprise, right? Yeah. Like, um, it's I'm back and forth about which one is better, honestly. Um, just because there's there's parts I like about uh, one over two, but then there's also two learned lessons from one. I think. I enjoy some of the the villain aspect better in in two than one. Yeah, there's 
there's a couple different villains, so they don't necessarily get enough focus. But it wasn't just like, I'm you, Ant-Man, just with a different suit. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't that problem anymore. Yeah. Um, I didn't really it, like the sympathetic character version of the ghost. Is that her name, Ghost? Yeah. That's fair. I like, I, yeah, I like the character, I think, like... In the comics, I think we've talked about this, the ghost character is like this coward who will never take off the costume because they want to always be yeah. intangible and so they, they smell bad. And, <laughs> like, it's just a much more interesting <laughs> take, I think, than, oh, you ruined my family and now I'm lost for, like, I don't know. Just... I, I, I get yeah, I just don't know how well that would translate. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, uh, but I think Paul Rudd could have taken, like, it could have made it work, right? Like, you know... The, the smell jokes instead of the I don't know I, I guess Janet coming back from the quantum realm with quantum healing powers too I just didn't like it's like what what's that about but but I, anyway they're they're fun they're fine like I enjoy them uh, and they've got the heartwarming uh, Cassie Scott and Cassie yeah. dynamic um, also can can we just for a moment just mention like Paul Rudd got unnecessarily shredded for ant-man like they were it's the suit and he's in the suit most of the time yeah and then apparently they had designed the suit and then he's like oh guess what guys i got shredded and then they had to read and he's like he's like 45 like that must have been hard and dude looks so he doesn't age he's a younger patrick stewart he doesn't age not not bald either well, yeah, no, 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 but uh, just the more uh, Ant-Man's another character who the more he's shown up, the more I appreciate him. Like, I dug his first movie, um, but then he at points was stealing the show in Civil War, and then he was so well used I found in Endgame mm-hmm. that I, I enjoyed him a lot and count me in automatically for Ant-Man 3. Yeah. Cool. Um, or to top tier? Yeah, so I, I oh, keep going. Uh, sure. I'll just, I'll, I'll just factor in. Uh, I switched in uh, the Avengers because of the stuff we were talking about. Originally, I used, in some ways, I still enjoy Age of Ultron more than the first Avengers. Really? Only because, uh, yeah, just um, I recognize all the bloat. I absolutely do. Yeah. But at this point, when I'm watching the movies, especially the Avengers movies, I'm here for them as a team. So the advantage I give Age of Ultron over the f- the first Avengers film is I don't have to wait an hour and forty five minutes to get the team aspect. Sure. Uh, and I also don't get upside down motorcycle mirror shots for no reason whatsoever. But you also don't uh, get to watch Thor and Captain America and Iron Man fighting in the woods. It's true. It's true. But for better or worse, we don't get Thor going into a jacuzzi for no reason. <laughs> sure. I mean, he's he's got an obligatory shirt off sheet scene in all of the movies, doesn't he? Um, and Ragnarok used to be used to be in my in my top tier. And don't get me wrong, I still think it's absolutely great. Yeah. But it it for me, it's down to these next bunch. I get the most out of like. Sure. It's not even just the enjoyment factor. It's also like, I. I will argue that they are excellent films beyond just the enjoyment factor. Sounds so good. It is the enjoyment factor that edges it out because I think Ragnarok is a really solid film, mm-hmm. but just slightly edged out. All right, so top tier, sir. Lay it on me. 
Okay, so I got Thor Ragnarok at the bottom. And again, a lot of these, a lot of these are kind of I could mix them up, but this is what I landed on. Uh, and then up one is Iron Man one, which is it's just it's like Iron Man one way way at the top, and then two and three down at the bottom. But anyway, um, not that uh, you know we couldn't not not like we couldn't name several of these other movies Iron Man movies, but uh, Captain America Civil War is at least as much an Iron Man movie. It's the next one up on my list, and it's really, really fun. Lots of flaws, but who cares? It was super, super fun. Um, I think I've said this before, too. My wife, we watched it, and she's like, yeah, it was fun. I didn't really understand it until I read an article that said, this is basically every 10-year-old boy's bedroom floor with all the action figures <laughs> fighting against other action figures. Like, oh, okay, I get it. But also, I, that's I, the I, movie that brought Spider-Man into the MCU, right? So that yeah. was super, super exciting for me as a huge Spider-Man fan. I, um, was, I was talking to someone recently, and they're like, Batman and Superman is like just taking your two toys and smashing them together, and that's not how you make a, how a, a good comic book movie should be. I was like, homie, Civil War is amazing, but a huge chunk of that is just taking your toys and banging them together. You, you heard that the Snyder Cut's coming out of uh, Justice League? I know. It's so weird. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, no I don't know if I'll ever see it, but I'm, anyway. I'm definitely going to check it out, but... Uh... We'll save that conversation for later. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so above so above Civil War, I've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and then just just above that is Far From Home. Also really enjoyed that one. Yep. Uh, and then I got Endgame, Infinity War, and then I think probably forever and ever and ever the top spot will be Captain America Winter Soldier. That's fair. That's fair. Um, a couple of our rankings are really close. Yeah. Um, so now for me the the last the, the the top two or the bottom two because we're going bottom top I can't remember <laughs> one and two yeah <laughs> numbers one and two if really I just want to put as one um, yeah because they're for different reasons but if you make me I'll say two just but it's just a sliver okay so we're going <laughs> Spider-Man Homecoming uh, then Iron Man okay then Spider-Man Far From Home okay Guardians Okay. Uh, Civil War, Infinity War, uh, and then it's it. They're really tied. They really, really are tied. But it, it's Winter Soldier and Endgame. Okay. Um, which one's Which one's the top? Games. If I force you. I if if you force me, I I do go with Endgame. Um, oh. It just edges out. It's both of them are the to, like the top for the the same. Not the same reason, but similar. They're for me. They deliver on everything that I could want. Uh, Winter Soldier flipped how Marvel movies can be, and it's it's outstanding. And it hasn't yeah. not gone down in quality at all. No. But Endgame, Endgame delivers on so many fronts for me. It yeah. had like it's such a great conclusion to everything else before it, including stuff set up and moving forward from Winter Soldier. That that's where I'm like, if I'm, I'm gonna get the most emotional enjoyment like experience out of that. Winter Soldier is the, my favorite one to throw on. I'll never get bored watching it. It is outstanding. Yeah. But Endgame just delivers on that emotional level uh, a little bit more. So that's where I'm like, it it does take me to that next level a bit. So that's that's the only reason they really are like. 
to me tied. But mm-hmm. if I if I'm having to do a separation, it's just that emotional hit that Endgame gives me, um, and conclusion of twenty two prior films. Yeah, for and sure. Nailing it. That that's where I'm like I I gotta give it its props and get, and it gets that slight edge. Yeah. And I told you before, like the last <laughs> I finished this list, we'll go with finished because I've edited it as we've gone. But I finished this. <laughs> I finished this list like five minutes before you and I were going to call. Um, and then I made you do good, it differently. <laughs> <laughs> but then a good four of those of those minutes, I was like, oh, man, like, don't make me do this. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I mean, it Endgame really and Infinity War, I think I put Infinity War above it, but... I think... I mean, yeah. they're like... I don't know. They could both... They're both awesome, and they're really one movie, and, you know... They, they are, but they aren't. Yeah, yeah, like I, I, it's just because the tonal shift is so, is so different. Um, yeah, just because I've been on the Star Wars kick, uh, and it's, it's, it's going a New Hope to Empire. Um, that's where I'm like, they're they're continu- a direct continuation, but Endgame also just has such a dour, somber tone to it yeah. that Infinity War it got as the flick went, but it wasn't just Infinity War Part Two. Um, right yeah you're right i get it yeah uh my the honestly the bottom four um i'm like i those are the ones i'll always go to civil war is what it's it's another one that i'll just happily throw on it's one where i'm like i can get some good character stuff out of it or i can just watch superheroes run at each other and fight in an amazing uh airport sequence um what edged homecoming into the top for me was the Michael Keaton performance. It's so terrifying. <laughs> Michael it's Keaton's so awesome. Oh, man. My my wife um, made me watch a Shakespeare movie with her recently called Much Ado About Nothing. Right. And it's really dumb. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't hate Shakespeare, but it was a really dumb story. Like, it's just this it's, ridiculous it's no comedy. things I hate about you. Right? But but listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> it stars Denzel Washington, what? Keanu Reeves, Emma <laughs> Watson, uh, Emma Watson, Emma Thompson. Who plays uh, the soothsayer lady in in um, Harry Potter? Is it Hermione? Not no, like the the teacher that Hermione hates because she's like a tea reading. Oh. Anyway, that that lady, Emma something. Okay. Emma Thompson, Emma Thompson, yeah, uh, and then, um, uh, who were we just talking about? The Vulture. Michael Keaton's in oh, it. Michael Keaton as yeah. like, yeah, as like the, he plays like the sheriff, and he's like an idiot, and he's like the the butt of all the jokes, and and it's like he walks in, he he comes into the movie doing like the, um, Monty Python like pretending to be on a horse thing, and he does that all the <laughs> way through when he's in the movie, and I was like, is that Michael Keaton? And anyway, so Michael Keaton's just this, this much more versatile actor than I ever realized Seriously, when he was just playing right? Batman. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Much Ado About Nothing, starring Denzel Washington. Oh, and by the way, Denzel Washington and Keanu Reeves are brothers in the, in the movie. Uh, <laughs> don't watch it. It's not worth it. But <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All that to say... You're right. That part with Michael Keaton when he figures out Spider-Man's identity, oh or or when he gosh, when dude. when 
Peter shows up at the door. Yeah, it's amazing. Just yeah, killed me. Well, it it gets so tense when he when Peter shows up to the door, but then as he's dropping them off at the prom and Peter knows, and then he's figuring yeah. to get out. You're like, this is this is scarier than yeah. him in the suit. Like <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton also just has this. After watching Homecoming and then watching the Tim Burton Batman movie, I'm like, the point in the movie where you're like, this guy's going to kill somebody is when he's like, you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's I'm like, get nuts, yeah. That's that's Michael Keaton. <laughs> that's, yeah. just, that's not even Bruce Wayne. Or that's just yeah. how good an actor this is. So then yeah. when he shows up doing that in the, the front of the car, I'm like, oh my gosh. I am terrified for this 14-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and, and part of the part of yeah, we've talked about this before too, right? Like he's he's really not playing the vulture in that scene. He's playing Norman Osborn in that scene, right? Like that's that's what yeah. the like the vault like it's a, it's kind of a mashup. Yeah, where yeah, you know. Anyway, but um, yeah, Iron Man, Iron Man one out of the bottom list. This is the one I watched the least, but I mean, it kickstarted everything, and it's it's incredibly solid. Pretty much all the other Except for Terrence movies. Howard. Pardon? Except for Ta- Terrence Howard. Sorry, I was Howard. yawning when I said that. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's fine. And it's, uh, well, it's a fair representation of his performance, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just got unnecessarily mean on my part. I apologize. Um, I also find um, the movies have become less or more family friendly like I was thinking about like having a kid now right watching them with my right. daughter obviously she's one it's not gonna happen for a while but like that's really the only one I mean there's crass humor in the in the Guardians but like has a straight up like he takes a girl back to his bedroom yeah and then tr- yeah. tosses her out in the morning and there's girls like there's like pole dancers in it and stuff like that like uh they they kind of went in a different direction after that and kind of didn't have that kind of content in it anymore. Um, thing, yeah, things shifted. It's interesting to kind of see how they changed things around after that. But Yeah. It's it's funny for me looking at this list um, and seeing, like, first iteration of, of Tony, like, separate era iteration of Tony amongst, like, just how great they got that character um, from Age of Ultron onwards, where he's a very, very different character. Uh, he's got shades of that Iron Man 1 Tony in him, but he's he's so different, and for the better. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love the performance and what they did with that character. Um, by the time we got to uh, Civil War, Civil War like took what was in Age of Ultron and then ran with it even further. Um, yeah, he does grow, right? Like... And, and oh, as yeah. much as you don't like Iron Man three, right? That's a big part of his. And but you do like his his acting in that, like I going through that trauma, right? It, it, yeah. It's the yeah. The rest the, of it, okay. yeah, I get it. it. Yeah, the the again not letting things breathe or reacting. Uh, sure. His PTSD gets cured like that in the movie, and that that really bugged me. Uh, yeah. But lest we beat that drum, uh, <laughs> like when we. Like when you get him in Infinity War, and especially in Endgame, his performance is, oh my gosh, dude, just yeah. next level. Um, 
cool. Guardians, Guardians of Far From Home, I could probably switch. I, I really enjoy both. So. Okay. All right, we did it, Steve. <laughs> yeah. We we did in some sense. We... <laughs> I'm really curious to see um, when things get released, whenever that is, however that is, um, where those movies are going to land. I'm really I'm I'm excited and really curious about uh, Black Widow. Yeah, me too. I've been looking forward to Black Widow since Iron Man 2. I mean, she was by far the best part of that movie. Yeah, that's and, fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. That's another character who got better the more she showed up, and her hair got exceptionally better. <laughs> yeah. Less fake, went. that's for sure. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, and I think I think um, it was Winter Soldier that really kind of started to flesh her character out and, and do oh, some yeah. cool things with it. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm excited she's finally getting a movie. I'd love to see it in a theater. Um, but, I mean, uh, Disney uh, Trolls 2 or whatever the heck it was, um, it dropped and made a ridiculous amount of money online. Um, so, Everyone's stuck at home. It's going to make money if you put it out. Well, and that's the th- there's a, There's ways to do it where you're going to make the money. Like, mm-hmm. And also, you can't... You can't not release it because people are going to pirate it because the thing is, people are going to pirate it. It's, it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you do it in a way where it's like you have, I I don't know how, but where you have to pay for it right away, uh, it works. The troll thing made a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, I mean, if if they put it out and it's twenty dollars to rent, I'd pay that because if Becky and I went to the movies together, it's more than twenty dollars anyway, right? So exactly, it's double at the theater. Before yeah. the popcorn, before yeah. the drink. Yeah, <laughs> right. I watched an interview with um, Anthony Mackie on, on YouTube. I don't know, I couldn't tell you what the link was, where he's talking about why movies suck, basically. It's like I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I'd rather stay home and watch it on my huge TV with you know my own booze yeah. and, and whatever. Like, <laughs> not That's not me talking, that was him, right? Like, yeah. And it's kind of interesting to listen to him talking about, like, I... You go to there with my kids, and it's one hundred fifty dollars before you buy popcorn. It's like I don't even want to see myself that badly, <laughs> you know. In, in Avengers, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, well, yeah. No, he's got a point. I, my joke was going to be like, I could, I could watch Black Widow at home with a steak. I could make yeah. a steak and then watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> to have a steak at a theater, I got. I don't have to be, VIP one. <laughs> I don't have to be wearing pants, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're always bringing up the most important point, Steve. Always yeah. bringing them up. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for for joining me. Uh, I've missed I've missed having you on the podcast. Like, yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. Busy. Yeah. It's oh man, it's been New Year's Eve, I guess. Long. Yeah. Pardon? New Year's Eve, we did uh, the oh, yeah, yeah. really the long Star Wars, Wars one. Yeah, uh, and my past bunch of episodes have been Star Wars ones, so I'm trying to have mm. a break from Star Wars for a little bit. He's still on the podcast. Cool. Um, Fair enough. Have you seen Clone Wars yet? I've seen the first four episodes or something like that, so I need to catch up. Oh, dude. Of, of se- episode or season seven, yeah. Oh, dude. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Message me. <laughs> I will. I haven't listened to your uh, podcast on it yet. I've been saving no, no, it. No, no, and but... don't. It's spoilery. So. Yeah, I bet it would. So, at some I point, some... I will. I will watch it. I've been. <laughs> I've been watching Girl Meets World with my daughter. Aww. Okay. She really makes, loves the theme sense. song. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an that's important a, reason. <laughs> it's her favorite part of anything is the music. Aww. But 
I, I grew up on I grew up on Boy Meets World, right? So Girl Meets World right. is ridiculous and very Disney showish, but it's got Corey is and Topanga it, in it. So is it like a similar similar enough tone to the original, or is it just too... it's a lot more Disney Disney Channelish? Um, okay, like really some, but some of it's like so stupid, but other parts of it are are just like basically any any episode that has like parts of the original cast coming back, like Sean. Ryder Strong and when he's on it or whatever, it's like super nostalgia. It's awesome. It's just great to see Corey and Topanga and their kids. I love. I like. That's just like. I love that show. Boy Meets World is my favorite. So anyway, nice. this is way off topic, but that's, that's why I haven't watched Clone Wars yet because I'm watching Girl Meets World with my with my daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You're getting that. You're you're getting the family time with your with your daughter. That's important, man. That's, yeah. As much as yeah. I, I tried watching Clone Wars, Wars with her and she got freaked out when Yoda went into find out how to live past the, the way I was on oh, those yeah. episodes. It's like, well, that's scary. Yeah, and yeah. she was like getting really scared. Seven. So yeah. yeah. Uh, season seven, especially the final four episodes, not, not necessarily child friendly, yeah. not little yeah. MJ friendly. Yeah. I'll, I'll say yeah. that. That's a, so. maybe after she's gone to bed. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, Steve, I've missed you. Thank you so much for coming on. And dear listener, thank you for listening to today's episode of one cross radio. I hope you enjoyed let us know in the comments. Uh, what is your MCU rankings? Do you go worst to best, best to worst? Is it, can you do it based on enjoyment? Or is it just like, nope, this was the better made film, so it has to go there, Chris. Um, <laughs> let us know in the comments below. All that being said, hope you hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Uh, stay cool, because it's warming up. And God bless, my friends. Take care. Peace. Peace.